snuck in here. Is he under the desk? He's under the desk, yeah. It's very, very interesting. <laughs> I'm Johnny Lieberman, and you're watching LMP. What does LMP stand for? Late Night Place. Oh, yeah, that's true. I've been on there. Yeah, good show. You should like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Is he in an electric car? That's what's happening with him? Oh, no. Oh, well, serves him right then. Really? He has, he is unabashed. Do I need this? Yeah. It's, uh, welcome back, everybody. It's Tuesday, Tuesday, September 26th, 2023. My name is Jay Ryan. The lady to my right is Nicole Ryan. And we are sitting here this evening with one of our favorite guests of all time. She doesn't come around nearly often enough. But there she is. Kelly Blue Book's own. KellyBlueBook.com's own. Lynn Woodward. Lynn, Lynn Woodward's own. Woodward. Lynn Woodward. Lynn Woodward. There. One N, two underscores. That's right. <laughs> How do you remember that? How do I, I forget? remember that? Uh, I'm so happy to see you. It's, it's been a million so years. It's good to see you both. Thank you for having me. Always. What's shaking? I love it. What's shaking? It's been a long time, and oh, here's what I do while. remember. Here's what I know, and we'll just let the audience in on the inside scoop. Yeah. Uh, inside info. It was April, and you and Emmy Hall were supposed to be here together. Oh. And our cat got sick and oh, took a week right. to die. <laughs> oh, kitty. <laughs> we held in there to the very last minute with her. That's right. Uh, so that, I think we canceled some shows because of that. Okay. And then we went on a whirlwind trip around the country. That looked so amazing. <laughs> How did the car hold up? Great. No really problems? Cool. Yeah. We, we, it was hard for us. The car had you no You guys issues. had a harder time than the car did. Of don't, course. Don't you think that's fair? Yeah. 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 No was, issues with the car. Honestly, every once in a while as I would look at pictures, I would look at... I. I would honestly look at your face to see if I could tell, like in your little videos, to see if I could tell just how sick of being in that seat you were. Her or me or both? Just her. I love that seat. You did? It's better than I get to travel and see things that go by me all the time. That's great. That's awesome. Do you have what seats do you have in that car? Do you have is it just the stock seats or do you have special? No, they are the well, they're the, the upgraded stock okay. stock so seats. They're the, so they're, they're sport the sport seats. buckets. Okay, correct. Good. But those we don't good. care. Well, that's what everyone says. We don't. No, like, those are the best seats. That's, why do you say that? Why? Yeah, I mean, I've heard that as well. It but why do you say it? I don't know. I mean, if I could put any seats in every single car that I had, it would be Porsche sport buckets. For real? Not the carbon ones. Right. Not the like ones that are like, rah, rah, and you can't do anything about it. But the the adjustable ones, yeah. they're supportive, but you are sitting in them. You're not sitting on them. It's if true. You can kind you're of relate to that distinction. Um, yeah, but they kind of, they bolster you. They're not too big. Like I, you know, everyone's proportions are different. And so ergonomically, a lot of seats don't fit me all that well because mm. they're too big. And so you're sort of sloppy. I've never had a problem in Porsche seats. The sport buckets you can make narrower or wider, which is, yeah. adjust, it's nice. That and Genesis, the original GV70 seats, I thought were great because those had, those were terrific because you could set them so they would know kind of how and where you were driving. So if you made a sharp turn, this bolster would kind of go. Oh, they were active. This has the active ones. Huggy huggies. Yeah. I don't know. I don't need the active ones. Do we need, that's where I, I like, go. Do we I need like all that. that? No, you, I mean, yeah, why not? 
Well, I'll tell you why not. We want to switch them out because they're not great for us. Oh. We don't like them and haven't liked them oh, since we got see, the car. I, the ones that I really like, so the last, the last, oh, how long has it been since I've reviewed a Porsche? Not that long. I mean, so it was the 718 Cayman that I reviewed, and I was like, these seats, I don't know, what. I, I'm assuming it was just the regular sport bucket seats mm. that were in there. Fabulous. Yeah, I think for most people they probably would be fabulous because you can do whatever. Could with have them. done a long, long road trips in those. We're a little more sport oriented, so mm. and she's a little um, handy capable. I don't know if you've That's noticed. That's right. You've noticed. I have. Uh, so what we're looking to do is switch into like a pole position, something like that, that has the lateral support for her. Oh, okay. Could you do one seat in one position and then what so one seat for the driver and then a different seat for the for the passenger or do you have certainly to, could but I can't imagine why we'd want to do buy that two at the same time you're not the only one who's asked that I just wonder if it's like eggs you can't just buy two no you can buy oh I don't know if you I, I don't know if it's like eggs but you can buy as many seats as you want okay. one two three four okay um that was a fun ride. Right? <laughs> How did we get on this so fast? <laughs> Suddenly we're in. deep diving into seats. Oh, well, I, you asked I asked about the comfort. if it was comfortable. And, and the truth is being in the car is the easiest part of that trip for both of us. Yeah. Driving oh, around in that. the car, doing miles was yeah. the easiest I part bet. for us. I bet. Yep. Getting in and out of the car, hotels. Bathrooms at hotels people. that claim to be people. ADA accessible and oh, they're just not, not, you know. Not. No. No. Write that shit up. Every time? 30 days in a row? Like, come on. Who's got the time? I mean, I guess so, yeah. But you're right. I mean, I should. You're totally right. No. Nah, maybe you'll get some, like, free Chevron bathroom stickers out of it. Ooh, <laughs> Chevron bathroom stickers! <laughs> I'm going to hold out for the daisies. Totally worth it. <laughs> the, the price is right, as I called them as a kid. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Whatever your grandmothers would say, those flower things, they always look like the price is right stars to totally. me. Totally. I like those decals. We are, we are. We are all over the we place. Really this is good. You want to talk okay. about Recaro seats, or would you like to talk about bathroom stickies? For this not, is for the show. For this is the, this is the show for you. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Both Man, have you dialed up on a, a good night? A wide, a wide array of topics. I feel that no. you. I feel that you can talk about anything. I could talk about anything. I did just have a really. I went on this really great trip, and I can talk about it now because the embargo lifted. Yes, Monday. Yesterday. Perfect timing. Was on the the Nissan Z Nismo drive. Mm-hmm. Which was up at, um, I always want to call it Sears Point, but yeah, it's I do not too. It's, Sonoma. Um, Sonoma Raceway. Sonoma Raceway, we call it the official, what it is now. Except everything except for Laguna Seca, because I never know who owns that at any given moment. So it's always just Laguna Seca. They'll all be the original names to me and a lot of people yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah. So it was, a, it was awesome. And uh, somehow I ended up being on the wave of super cool people. Which never happens. We should say there were a lot of people there that we know at this event. A lot of faces at this a event. A lot of super cool people. But I happen to be on the wave of like super, super cool people. Mm. So I get to the I get to the airport and I'd been a little bit delayed, but not by much. And I go outside, the guy who's the Nissan rep who's there to pick me up and he's like, Oh, he's like, I'm really sorry. He's like, We have to wait for one other person and his Lane is going to be delayed by like uh, 15 minutes, and my gut instinct is just to be like, 
oh, I'm so inconvenienced. I can't believe this. My free ride up to Carneros is ruined. And I, you know, you just, because you're tired and you're just like, you want to be cranky. And the guy literally follows that up with, well, the good thing is, is it's Cody Walker. <laughs> and I was like, Cody, yay. No big deal. Yay. And it was Let me just check really my phone for 15 minutes. Funny. I'll be fine. It was so sweet because he, we get to, you know, his plane gets in and we drive up and we go, we get curbside and, you know, the guy had arranged it. So it was perfect. You know, everyone knows how to navigate their way from the outside to the curb. It's good. <laughs> Cody opens the door and his face just lights up when he sees me and he's like you he's like oh my gosh it's so amazing and we spent the next hour plus on the drive up to uh up to sonoma just like check 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 oh check, that's check, the check, greatest check. and it was so nice and from that I mean it was just neither one of you knew you would be sharing a ride no and it just worked out we had no idea and i hadn't seen him since sema maybe 2020 um 2021 2021, SEMA 2021. And Lock so we just were like, la, 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 talking, talking, talking the whole time. And then you, I get there and it's like, Sean Lee is on this wave and Busy is on this wave. That's the picture I saw of you four together. All these people. And I was like, how did I score this invite? Because normally I'm like, where were you supposed to be? Auto journal wave, not like cool influencer. There were these two lady drifters. I was like, I didn't catch their names, but they were badass <laughs> chicks. I was just like, oh, wow. I rank. It was awesome. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it I feel was, like you're right where It was really to be. cool. And then, of course, the good driving the car, which is super fun. I love that track. It's so good. Um, what layout, what config, did you do, how, what was the configuration you guys did? Oh. Did you turn right down the hill or did you go all the way to the end? <laughs> There's so many different configurations with that back end. Yeah, you're on the side yeah, of yeah. Hill. But it was the so you go around the carousel and then you've got like another little bump and then you've got the double apex on and I don't know which I don't know it well enough to. That know. tells on, me that you went all the way to the double on carousel. turn tw the double apex. Yeah. We got that in. Yes. I'm um, sorry. Yeah. Thank you. But the last time I did that track was in the rain for the Golf Type R. So this was so much nicer because it was sunny and beautiful. That's a faster car too. I mean, the, the Z Yeah, how the was R. the Nismo? No, no, the Nismo is the faster Nismo. than the Golf R. Yeah, honestly, uh, they did a lot of good stuff to it. Okay. So there's this, you know, obviously no manual transmission. I know that people are like, but it's a track car. So you are like, people get really no, upset. <laughs> people get really upset, but then they don't buy it. And I'm like, well, what do you think? What Do you th do you think, honestly, that a huge company like Nissan is going to put all this all this time, all this money, all this effort into it, and then be like, yeah, but we're just going to really screw people over who really want the manual? If, P if they had done research that said, you know what? Yes, we want a manual. Then they would have sold. Like these companies want to make money. This mm. is what the this is what the business is. So the fact that people are like groping, like griping and moaning, and groping. Like groping. I heard that was are gripe, groping. That was griping and moaning together. <laughs> groping. You heard it here, folks. I'm making up words. So <laughs> I didn't mind. Honestly, this is a track focused car. If anyone on the planet can shift as fast as an automatic shifter, show me. I know. 
if it's about lap times, which this car is supposed to be about lap times, yeah. then great. So I didn't mind it. They also, they retuned the, the, the transmission. So it was, the shifts were a lot quicker. The gears were super long and fabulous. And honestly, like I loved it. And you could, you've got the paddles, like that gives you all the oh, power listen in to your you. Fingers. Oh, come on. I know. Listen, I, I drove a She's manual. trying to make it nice for everybody. I drove a manual until I was 36 years old. And then at some point you're like, oh, why am I doing this? Because I, I live in LA traffic. And you can still do that for fun. But the point was, is, you know, I, th I don't know also, I'm not 100% sure that the manual transmission that, that Nissan has could handle the torque, to be perfectly honest. Oh, that's interesting. And yeah. so I think there was, there were definitely cost cutting moves in it because they wanted it still to be a, um, a reason, a fairly reasonable price point. It's $65,000. So mm. Mm. It's not super reasonable price point. For a track car, I guess it is. For a track car, it is. They don't have adaptive damper, dampers on it, which could be a little bit of a mm, for is, some people also. Is the idea there that if you're going to make it a track car, people will then switch out the suspension? Well, here's the deal. I think what, they, what their plan is, is like if you're buying the base Z, that's because you are going to modify it yourself. Right. You're going to do all those things. The Z performance is sort of the next level of stuff, which adds a few things and tweaks a few things, but it doesn't take you to the next level, which is that sport kind of sport plus things are really kind of just plussed out even more. <coughs> but they, but they have, they have it in this, in the Nismo. So they've got the next level of plus plus. Well, it's a sport plus, but it's just sport. It's just sport in the Z performance. Right. So, but this one, for all intents and purposes, doesn't need any modifications. You should just be able to take it on the track. They've got better tires on it. They've got better brakes on it. They've got, you know, they've done the transmission. They've got better aero on it. So there's a lot of different things that make it a, a and a, I mean, honestly, we drove the Z performance and then the Z Nismo side by side, mm -hmm. night and day. Really? Yeah. I drove uh, Sean Lee, speaking of Sean Lee, I drove Sean Lee's personal Z when he first got it. Manual, oh. it's a manual car. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I drove it when it was stock before he built it how it is okay. today. And I was very impressed with what they had done yeah. for the price point with all the things they offered. I'm a driver. It made it feel like they put a lot of new stuff in an old car instead of the other way around. Yeah. So I liked it. But I'm thinking that this new one might not be for me because of all the stuff I like in the... Uh. You can regular. push it so much harder, though. Like you can really drive. You can really drive it so much harder. So um, the conversation really becomes: Are you going to drive it in the canyons or on the track? Yeah, right? is that and what you it can comes drive it in the. You can absolutely drive it in the canyons. So we did a track portion of the day, and then they sent us out into a bunch of windy roads. Mm. Perfect, perfectly fine, fun time. Mm. It was not too. It was not too tracky certainly i mean they have not they don't adjust the suspension so the suspension feel is the same from sport to sport plus so that does not change at all oh. so your ride comfort is still pr it's still pretty compliant That's it's still it's still really comfortable and it it's because so what's it changing shift points and throttle response shift and stuff like points, that throttle response um yeah so it's not it's not like oh it's going to rattle your teeth and be like really aggressive but they did that because also they know that if a lot of people this is going to be their only car mm. this is also it has to be a daily driver for them right and then you start putting you know adaptive dampers on it it makes it ridiculously expensive <laughs> so 
I don't know. I think it's a win. I mean, awesome. honestly, I think for what it is and who's going to buy it, it's great. Is it limited? Are there only a certain I amount, or are they just making so. them as many as you want to buy? I don't think so. I didn't ask that question. Okay. I may be wrong. It may be, but I don't think so. Limited sometimes to however helps, many people buy it. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which <laughs> exactly. is hopefully a lot for them. Who well, knows? that's good. I feel like the car itself is a win for them. Just having that platform out there is a win for them. 100%. I like it a lot. I do, too. I thought it was a good move for them. I think there are so many, so many of, you know, manufacturers that had history in in motorsports that have just kind of walked away from it and when they're kind of now that they're kind of coming back a little bit toyota with the gr corolla it's mm -hmm. great super smart love that car love that car you've driven it too oh i think? would own that car if i could i would too that car is just the 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 bee's knees but when i think of when i was a kid a three-cylinder was like a geo metro or something know, like right? that and I, I wouldn't have had that i wouldn't how have said times, oh i'll have one of those oh how times have they have changed mm -hmm. it's fabulous yeah yeah, I loved how I loved everything about that car. Um, those are hard to come by. Do well, you think this Nismo will be hard to come by too? I don't know. Okay. I don't know if I have an opinion on that. I don't know if dealer, <laughs> I don't know if you're going to get a dealer markup the way you are with the with the more right. Wouldn't it be GR even more? Uh, maybe. Oh, I meant more than like the regular Z. The Zs were getting markups when they first came out too. Then I'm assuming this one will too, which Gotta. is ridiculous. It is. Uh, you th you don't like that. No. Yeah, I don't like it either. Come on. What about How much are we going to get fleeced? Because somebody's making the money one way or the other. So it's oh, like those the guys flippers flip. or do the dealers. No, I say we just resist those people. Don't yeah. buy something for more. Those guys, they just like, they buy it and then they expect to make even more that they, than they did with the dealer markup. Mm -hmm. Not cool. But, right, but, the, but it works. That's the, pro the problem is it does work. People, people do People are buy desperate. It. Yeah. They're not also fiscally responsible. Okay. <laughs> All right, I Maybe like that. they don't have to be, but I do. I couldn't afford that. The thing is, they do end up making money. It does work, so it is fiscally responsible. Do it they? just might not be socially or morally do responsible. Do they make more money? So they so they buy the car new. They're going to have the dealer markup because they're I, not I can't like speak for everybody, family but and yes, friends. Oftentimes. And then they slap it on bring a trailer. Do they get more? Like how much more? Five grand? I don't Two know. grand? I think a couple years cents? ago it was probably a lot. I think nowadays the manufacturers are trying to crack down. Good. It's like the IRS, dude. Did you just hear this? The IRS is now going after people who resell concert tickets. No. If they make more than $600. $600. Come on. No one's getting That's rich. That's a lot for a concert ticket. That's hilarious. Right, but if it's like a Beyonce ticket or a Taylor Swift ticket, you could make, you could probably, if you had like a $200 floor seat or whatever, or a, well, it's probably... You could probably make that. 25 grand if you you're doing it that way. You could make 25 grand, right? So, okay. So you're lucky enough. I just feel like, okay, that's not an enterprise. That's one person selling a ticket. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Surely there are billionaires to go after here. Well, I agree there. Right? Yeah. yeah. Shouldn't we take be cracking down on monopolies instead take of their cash. Craigslist ticket don't scalpers? Don't StubHub, folks. <laughs> StubHub. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone wants a slice of the... Everyone wants your money. And uh, how easy is it to take your money now? Like, oh, it's too easy. literally like a boop, boop, and they're like, ding. I've done it by accident. I've paid things twice by accident. Because, oh. you know, you boop, boop. It's so easy. Boop, boop, My boop. mom, just the other day, she was like, oh, I need to get some cash. I'm like, what the heck do you need you cash for? Tip the gardener? No like, what's it for? No one uses cash anymore. I don't tipping. Know. Tipping is the only thing I can she think of. She just tipping. loves having the cash in the wallet. 
it's having old the, school, having the cash it's old the school you know that's what you're used to you have cash and that's how you it used get to be it. a confidence thing like if you had a lot of money like if you're going on oh. stage oh put a lot of money on Status. your pocket because you then feel more yeah but right. no one else knows it but it's you change you, oh elevates your game yeah i don't know that it's true enough but there was a somebody who used to do that and i've never had an elevated game because i've always <laughs> been cash poor <laughs> i'm the person who's like oh i don't have any cash did I at one point hear Mike uh, interject there? Did you chime in, buddy? Uh, yeah, I, I have a friend who she put 5,000 kilometers on her Bronco and then sold it for 22,500 more than she bought it for. <laughs> the IRS ought to be going after her. I'm just kidding. This is in the last six months. Wow. wow. I mean, I know people who literally who ordered them who when they showed up at the dealer the dealers were like, I will give you $10,000 mm -hmm. to leave this here. To not take it. Yep. Yep. My goodness. Good I for mean, your you friend. Had, I mean, he, she got some fun out of it. I think we might have talked about this last time you were here. He had a Bronco on order for like a year. He finally got it. He loves it. Oh, Everything's good. great with it. Um, but didn't they make you some offers like that as well to walk away? I know they, I know they upped yeah, your yeah. selling price, which is bullshit. They, Excuse they, they, me. They made me sign a paper saying that I wouldn't sell it within the first six months. And, and then they then told they me, told like, like, they, like, they, like, told me, okay, okay they, they won't, won't go after, after you if you sell it in Canada. If you sell it to someone in the States, no, they're going to come after you. That's illegal. Wow. They can't, it's yours. Know. You can do whatever you want with it. Yes, but remember, Ford bolstered up their lawyer team with that Ford GT thing, where there was some still, whole thing about selling the Ford GT, illegal. and then somebody did. John Senna. Yeah, you remember still that. Still illegal. Well, but if they put it into a contract and you sign it, it doesn't matter if it's illegal. You agreed to the terms, right? I feel like I feel like you could get a really good lawyer and you could wiggle out of that. Okay, because right. that's not. I mean, that's your property. Yeah, they can't really dictate whether you sell it or don't sell if it. If you sign the contract, they, then you made an agreement. Yeah, but I think once that's you buy idea. it and the money and the money is the money exchange. If you want to go back on your right? word, sure. But if you signed the contract and and agreed to whatever the thing oh my is, gosh, oh, I'm not going to sell. We can have the... this conversations about student loan forgiveness too. Oh snap! Should we talk about abortion? Let's just talk no! about it. No. <laughs> 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 this is a new spin. Politics, late night, unfun yeah, politics. Yeah, what everybody wants. And then religion tomorrow night, yes. and then on Thursday we'll be talking about money. Yes. Your personal finances. All the things. No, listen, I agree <laughs> with you. If you make an agreement with someone, you make an agreement with someone. But to me, that's that's kind of crappy that uh, that Ford would do that. I mean, listen, they are already they're already. But isn't that not selling it to people that they don't want to sell it? Their to. reason for doing that was to crack down on what you don't like, which is the car flippers. Right. So it was supposed. To, it seems like it was intended to be a good thing. But they've also already cherry picked the people that they will sell it to. You not just Ooh. any person out there can buy it. You have to be in. invited to buy that stuff. So if they're Shit. inviting you, then they should know. Okay, we feel comfortable with this person they're a fan of the brand they love the car whatever else to to saddle the owner with that on top of it because you know that's a really obviously it's a very expensive car what if someone's fortunes change I think I think you're right and that probably that person might not be gone after but John right. Senna the famous movie right. wrestler actor guy who has the funds and probably isn't hurting, decided to sell it. I don't know if he didn't like it. I don't what know if he decided he wanted to that? buck the system. Did he get away with it? I don't know if anybody knows. Let's find out. I Mike, do know. you know? Does anyone know? It's a Ford situation. Yeah. I thought, I thought there was... 
He did get away with it, but I forget how. There was a, there was a little litigation, right? Yeah, there, there was a settlement and there was an agreement that was made to make it all okay. okay. It made an agreement about the agreement. So, so we call that settled in the business. Uh -huh. and somehow it settled out of That's court. That's right, out of court. Okay. Both parties were... You'll never know. Just an it's none of our business. <laughs> Who knows? All I know is I can't afford either one of those cars. Yeah, the flipping thing bugs me. Though. So there. The flipping thing does bug me, but um, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's a business. Like anything else, it's, it's a business. Right? Capitalism, That's baby. It. Yeah. Supply and demand. You know, if you if someone wants it and there's not many of them, then they'll pay what they pay, which is great. If you've got the thing they want. Yeah. If you've got the money and you're willing to pay it, more power to you. I guess. Yeah. I just don't have the money. And the reason why, I mean, I, there are cars that I would love to have that I'm just priced out of. I can't afford them. So that's fine. <laughs> I have Monteros instead. I love your Montero. Sorry, Montero. I only have one. I love your Montero. I love my Montero, too. Is that your one car now? You no, I still have the Jetta wagon. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is also very cool. I just got a Good Vibes sticker for it in the green room. Oh, good. Yes, very excited. So wonderful means, selection of stickers. That in the means green room. I have to drive it up to Good Vibes, though. It does. In order for it to earn the sticker. Properly. The yes. Hey, can you I have to earn it? While you're here, can I yeah. both tell a quick story and yes. also get your take <gasps> on something? Yes. This is a it's good vibes related. It Only if it's something about that politics, religion, or <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know Johnny Lieberman. I do. All right, so this is not Johnny Lieberman. Oh shit! I, sh I was going to not use any names. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, he was just there. He's not even involved. Um, he's not even involved. He was just there. Okay. But, so good vibes. You've yes. been. You know what you know what it's like. I know the deal. Sure yes. Nicole's in this shot here. So we're all here together. Okay. Hi. Um, <clears throat> and you know what? For the hell of it, let's see if we can't bring Mike in here too, just because. Because I think I might There's know. There's a seat for him. Right I might know here. how to do that. Oh, Whoa, split Well, screen. then Nicole's out of here. Oh, hang on. I got it. Hang on. One more time. Try it again. We're going to reduce you. There you go. <laughs> Almost there. Ready? Yeah, Nicole, we just need to. Oh, there we go. Yes. Oh, that's so perfect. Whee! Okay, good. Everybody is present and accounted for. We have the technology. Okay, so you have been up to Breakfast Club, yes, and you I know have. what it's like. Yes. And this has nothing to do with Breakfast Club, more on the lines of the roads up in Angeles Crest in the forest area. Okay. So we were at Breakfast Club the other day, and I was having a conversation about some. We were having a conversation about something else with Johnny Lieberman, and there was a bunch of other people around. And somebody came up, and I kind of thought they were joking. And they said, hey, do you know this guy? And it was somebody else. And this is where we won't do names. Okay. Person A says, oh, do you know person B? Because I just followed them up here, and that was some of the worst driving I've ever seen in my life. And person A was very upset about it. Okay. To the point where I actually thought it was kind of a joke. I thought, oh, these guys all know each other. They're doing a little put-on thing. That's what I thought, too. Okay. I was like, oh, you know this guy? Oh, this guy's an asshole. Oh, oh you're an asshole. Ah! Okay. So I guess it, it we were wrong. Okay. This was a legitimate gripe. Not a okay. grope. Not a grope. But a moan. A gripe. And a gripe. A groan. And a the issue was with Person B's uh, driving style. Now, again, no names. Okay. Person B does have a reputation for a certain driving style. 
As far as I know, person B... I'm going to have to get names after Happily. As far as I know, person B has never caused an accident or actually heard, but I have definitely heard from other people that, oh, be careful for the way they drive. Okay. This... Every all the people are very nice. They're up at good vibes. They're they're good, nice, happy people. They're for the nothing most part. but good vibes, right? Okay. <clears throat> but so this day, person A, who technically I would say I'm not a judge here, but mm -hmm. I would say is probably in the right for saying, hey, you Kay. probably should, you know, drive more like the rest of it. Respect the crest, you know. Let's sure. keep it on the side of the did yellows they, and stuff like that. Did they address this person directly? They did, and the person okay. apologized. Great. Person B apologized. Great. But person A was already heated up about it. Oh. And this is where I say, okay. so choose which action you think is better or worse, because I don't know here. Yeah. So person A is, in mine and I think most people's opinion, probably in the right okay. with what they're saying. Sure. But now we get into how we're saying it. Yes. This isn't maybe the way to yes. handle it. I'm not saying I know what the way is. Yeah. But it didn't work this day, and then that person got really upset. A person, B, person A got really upset and then took it to social media, and hey, what's up with, you know, person B, and then posted person B's Instagram oh, and pictures, no. and this guy, I've talked to everybody, this guy drives like shit, and oh, all of this no. stuff. no, no. Well, I know, but he also feels he's in the right because he's saying, why do people stand for this? He brought this up in front of me and other people, and we were like, I don't know what you want. We were in the middle of another thing here. Yeah. We're up here for another reason. I'm not here to police people. This isn't an event. There's no... Everybody's welcome. I think it's really... I do have some thoughts about stuff like this. I think it's really easy to get self-righteous quite quickly and to see the wrong, th all the wrong things that someone else is doing mm. and point those out more so than it is to look at ourselves and what we ourselves are doing. I think when it comes to what other people are doing, and I will, we can keep this as driving if we want to, not a problem. Um, I think if you see someone who's being dangerous or being reckless, and you know the person, and you are able to go and say, hey, by the way, just so, just so you're aware, I had this impression of how you were driving. It looked a little bit dangerous to me for this reason and this reason mm. and this reason. There are other people up here doing it in a correct and proper way. If person B, from what you said, was apologetic and was like, oh, my gosh, my bad. Well, I don't know everything that happened. Okay. I just know that there was an apology in my presence. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> it may have, there may have been other things said, too. I don't know. Sure. That's something. I think if that's the way that it's handled, then that's terrific. The problem is, is most of the time things are not handled that way. Everyone's emotions are kind of up here. Person A has been stewing behind person mm -hmm, B for a mm -hmm. long time, getting annoyed, getting irritated. What that person A should have done is pull over, let person B go and do whatever, hang out down here for 10 minutes, just do their own thing. We can't control what other people do, right? We can, su we can make suggestions. We can say, hey, this... This may be dangerous to you, to someone else. This is a sort of a like perilous thing that we're doing here. But at the end of the day, person A is not responsible for the actions or the behaviors of person B. All we can control is ourselves, our reaction to things, our effort about yeah. things. And so unfortunately when you get to that place where you're just running these super high emotions you're not thinking really clearly and then 
when you're kind of airing out dirty laundry, it's a it's a really tricky situation because what like well what have you done that could that someone else could air? And so it's one of those glass None house. None of us are perfect. It's one of those glass house situations. It's like you better be really careful what you say online about other people because you are certainly not perfect. And someone else could come along and say something equally, if not way worse, about something that you may or may not have done in the past. So I think that's a really, I, I think it's a really tricky situation. I also, though, think that we are not encouraged or taught how to confront other people anymore right people You're right. get so incendiary and so like worked up so quickly i don't want to be wrong and how dare you you know suggest that i'm doing something wrong or it's the other side of the coin like i know i'm right about this but what does that get you like what what does being right get you what currency does that have it really because how do you think someone else is going to react if you're like well i'm right about this and you're wrong that is Completely I, th I, think, I think whatever the currency is, it's a young person's currency. Sure, but they're going to find out really quickly that that doesn't, it doesn't certainly curry favor with anybody. They're not going to win people over. If you're mm. just angry and you're just, you know, sort of telling someone else what they're doing wrong, that's no way to win an argument. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. And I should, again, say that, like, person, uh, both of these people, as far as I know, are very nice and person Good A people. may very well have been correct in saying whatever it was that they were saying or in the assessment of the, the crazy driving of person B. But I really think whatever it was, it was totally legitimate. It just comes down to how you're going to handle it. And it was it's one of those about that. I could see that there were a lot of, uh, um, uh, there was like some adrenaline going on. There was a lot of, we so what happened driving was- Driving fast, of course. Person A is coming down the hill. We okay. waved at person A as we passed them. Okay. Because they were leaving as we were arriving. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, I guess at some point behind us, they passed person B. B. Okay. And something there was an altercation that was enough that had person A turn around and come back up and now following person B down, now witnessing. They didn't like the one thing. Now we're, they don't like anything. Now they brought, like you said, Fester brought it with them up mm. to the top. Now it's let's rally the troops time and have a fucking war about. Yeah, that's never going to work in your favor. Well, you got not with a bunch of people who are like up at good vibes who are up there to avoid. Well, especially good vibes. Hi, it's in the title. Like, I, there's a, listen, <laughs> that's what somebody shouted out. Good vibes. There's a way to do it, and then there's a way not to do it. And the way to do it is to remove yourself from the emotion from the emotion of it, because yeah. when you're deal when you're trying to deal with something emotionally, it's it's very rarely going to come out well or, or how you think not it's going to come not out. It's not clean. If you can be mental about something and just and state your case and someone else is going to react however they react. Maybe yeah. they're in a bad mood. you got to be able to read the situation too. Yeah. You know, it's kind of an art being good at confronting people and or saying, hey, by the way, I'm not sure if you were aware of this. However, you know, blah, 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 blah. And we've lost that art form because I think we're so terrified of it that that people just don't do it anymore. Or when they do do here. it, it's like people go from zero to to like red-faced, like instantly. And you're like, whoa, this has clearly has nothing to do with me and what I just said to you. But we're just 
in this like tinderbox moment right now. It's crazy. Well, tact seems to, forgive me for just oh. jumping right in, tact seems to have gone out the window out completely. The window. So therefore, people are getting, they feel like they're getting attacked, attacked. or punched or bombarded immediately totally. by whatever the criticism, critique, maybe even a helpful fucking note totally. <laughs> might might take. Totally. So, so, so is it, it's, me, both, it's both sides that it's are the problem. It's both sides. But A, is even more responsible because A is in has to be in control of themselves. They are the ones that are initiating the whole thing. So it's incumbent on them to take a step back. I'm not saying don't talk to the person, but maybe just don't talk to the person right that second. Yeah. If you are feeling that boiled up inside and you're like, like they're they're gonna, they're gonna do this and they're gonna do that and they're gonna then it may be a good idea to just sort of de escalate yourself because again, the, that's just never gonna end well. You're gonna start you're already starting off here. Yeah, there's like, nowhere that's to go. That's crazy. There's nowhere to go. He obviously wasn't calm. He he turned I don't know if it was a he or she, person A right, turned <laughs> turned around so much so like it, this was so in their it head. Was a whatever the grievance was it was legitimate enough that they felt the need to turn around totally. for someone else's safety now they were doing all of this under the guise of oh that's not cool it's not safe blah 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 it's hard to yeah but it's hard to you, not get on board with that of course but if then after that they're like taking they're airing out dirty laundry and taking it to social media and trying to get someone else either like canceled or or saying this person is bad and you got everyone should hate this person and jump on you know jump on board and uh, i think that's i don't think that's correct again I wouldn't do that because I'm just like, oh, people could say so many things about all the For things sure. I do wrong. Yep. And who am I to who am I to to do that to this person? I can say my piece and if they respond or they don't respond, then it then it's yeah. then it's on them. You know? I grew up with that don't throw people in glass houses, don't throw stones, that whole thing. What's Honestly, it's a good one. All of those old ones that our grandparents used to say are great. We just thought they were dumb when we were young. Now we need them again. And now we kind of go, oh, that's kind of smart. Every day. Because we're not perfect. I mean, listen, I probably did 10 things just coming from my house to here that someone could be like, oh, my gosh. I'm going to tweet about this. this. I'm going to X about this. What do you do now? I'm not. So I'm not. I don't tweet. You know, I got on. I don't tweet either. I but got on do it. You still, and then do you X now? I'm gonna go X. Go this drop is an X. Weird. <laughs> drop an X. <laughs> Sounds like number one, number two, or an, or an X. X. <laughs> no, I, you know, a long time ago, I said I'm gonna do one of those things, like the social media, like, and I started on Facebook, and then when Instagram came along, I was like, all right, fine, I'll do two of them, and now I really don't Facebook at all. I just am on it just to sort of see when my friends, when I've missed all my friends' birthdays. <laughs> but I, Instagram, and then I tried to dabble in the this and the that. I'm just like, I don't have the bandwidth for that. Same here. I'll start the TikTok or whatever, but then I can't keep up with it. I can't keep up no, with it. No, too much. Do you know Sean Winograd? He's a car no. producer. Um, no. He's very good friends with our mutual friend, Derek Lane Powell works with him sometimes I um, love us some Derek Lane Powell he worked on Wheeler Dealers Top Gear he's he's a he's okay. a he's good a, producer but he was here earlier today and we were talking about it and he has one video on TikTok of one of the guys doing a donut at the track on a go-kart or something like that it's a good video that's all you need Just well one. three and a half million views and like 30,000 followers off of one thing that he put up there and Shut forgot about up. 
Yeah, no, I, I don't have that. <laughs> this was the conversation. This was on the heels of the conversation about um, how you can put all this effort and thought into content and, oh, I'm going to make it beautiful and thought out and everything. And the stuff that hits is... <laughs> I love My it. phone fell out of the car. So, oh! so I used to be, I used to work in advertising. And how many times, and maybe you got this a little bit in PR, how many times did a client come to you and be like, we need something that's going to go viral? Oh. Every day. And that's I'm like, people, you really clearly don't understand the meaning of something going viral. It's not something you can manufacture. It just happens. They don't get it. So now. They people that was what people thought PR was, and it's like <laughs> that's your job. No. Yeah, you get me viral. <laughs> get me. It's like no, step back. Yeah, be uh, do what you like to do. Yes, and maybe people will be attracted to that, and maybe they won't. And go <laughs> and knowing that that's and right. That's fun. Yeah. That's right. That's and the nice thing about YouTube and the internet is you'll find your weirdos as long as you just oh put yeah, something totally. out there that's authentic, totally. good, bad, or otherwise. Yeah, yeah. But I used to always get such a kick out of that. I'd be like, that's funny. Ha, 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 ha. It's not happening. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you if you approve something that's good, yeah. if you just keep telling me to make the logo bigger and you approve the crap scripts, then yeah, no, that's not happening. <laughs> I loved, I was in advertising too for a spell. I loved so the work. Yeah. I loved the work. I fucking loved the work. From coming up with a campaign to yep. doing layout. I loved it all. Yep. But unfortunately, all of that work, 100% of it, has a client attached. Yep. That's the nature of it. They pay them bills. I'm not good with that. No. Because they conflict with my creative process over that's here. Right. That's right. That's if you had a good account person, then they would shield you. Keep you off their back. Keep that, them off your back. From that kind of stuff and be able to push back on clients and only like you need a good pete campbell you do you need a good yeah. pete campbell you do someone who's a meat shield right. for you basically who can say listen i pushed back but we're gonna have to do this okay yeah but because they wanted work. to do this 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 and this and i got them to say oh no okay but yeah so i just this is really funny and for all of you viewers out there <laughs> i just i it was hilarious because i worked i worked the last the last thing that i worked on was the hardy's it's a food chain a fast food chain yes. associated yeah. with carl's jr they okay. used to be so different and now they're just the same but don't get me started no listen i'm a big it, days of thunder fan so i love the all, Hardys. it's all really low humor like really low gross you know booby girls and gross things and I can't believe I worked on that account for as long as I did but I did because I love the people that I worked with but we so biscuits were a big thing and this are, are a big thing in the south and so we I don't even know how we did this but Hardee's came up with a new product called biscuit holes kind of like dough oh, holes this. Yeah. but they were biscuits and the then they came with it. icing and someone just I mean literally someone just sent it to me it was a comparison like a blind taste test between a donut hole and a biscuit hole, except we called them the A holes and the B holes. <laughs> and the people were doing a taste test and they're like, I really don't like the A holes. <laughs> they taste funny. I like, I prefer a B hole. It's real nice. Yeah, I mean, it was just oh like, my oh gosh. my gosh. And I'm watching this and I'm internally like dying. Like, First of all, I can't believe I'm actually associated with this thing. <laughs> this is, is like my campaign. so crazy. This is part of my legacy. <laughs> and second of all, like, 
how the fuck did I get our client to say yes to that? I'm a genius. Like, oh what? So I have these conflicting things in my mind. Like, oh, I'm completely contributing to the complete demise <laughs> of, of the planet. And yet I'm really proud of myself for somehow managing to sell a creative where people are like, I guess I'm just a pee-hole kind of guy. <laughs> We, have we never talked about this? Who did, did you work for a firm, for an agency? Yeah, I worked for I worked for a lot of them. Okay. So I, I my last gig though was with a company called Mendelssohn Zion, and they were just you know here. I worked at Shia Day for like thirty seconds. Okay. They hated me. I was so uncool. I'm not a cool You're person. You're so not a Shia Day. Person. I'm not a Shia Day person, and they they're really uptight. Yeah, no, it's like White and Kennedy. I remember it's old right. school. Like if you're not there like 19 hours a day, <laughs> you're taking a half day. And I was like, that's not me, people. Sorry. I like, don't you think balance is important? They're like, balance? What are you talking about? Work. So I was like, yeah, this isn't good. This, this sounds like when good. you switch from one firm to that big corporate firm where yes. all of a sudden they wanted yeah. you there for every staff meeting. Yeah, every used to be, she used to be handling up. stuff out in the field. Some woman came up, she used to print her emails, and she came up to me holding emails, and she's like, we didn't talk about this. I'm like, that's from three days ago. Do you know how many emails they've gone back and forth so many times. Yeah. No, thank you, lady <laughs> hanging on to your three-day-old email. Yeah, that's right. We need to talk about has that. Been, and have you seen this? Has she been thinking about that for three days? Like, are you? have you been sleeping at all? I can't wait no. to talk to Nicole about her I TPS reports. I've been traveling and I'm blind. I didn't even know what you were talking about. I bet you anything that boss was also the kind of boss that was like, whose fault is this? Oh, because I need Who somebody to blame. I need to blame somebody. Whose is this? Who's responsible? Why did you do this? Oy. Yeah, advertising was fun. So I just, I worked <laughs> at a place called, I mean, it was. I worked at my best, my best Did you day. get to do any creative stuff? What were you doing? Well, I was an account. I was. You an, were an account person. I was an account oh, monkey. Oh, man. All right. I was good at it, too. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. Because I'll take the accountant over the agency producer who would be my... Mm. Mm. I wanted to be an agency producer because, again, I loved the creative work. But then by the time I decided... <laughs> my experience, they're not generally very skilled on the creative work. No? Nope. Oh, see, they why all, they all want to be. They get that job. Oh. Like, <laughs> it's like, no, no that's not what you Use do. Use this director. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, I... I, because I was a writer though, but I never wanted to write copy. So I would always be like, okay, I think that's pretty good, but mm, like I feel like this maybe, what about this? Or the people and I who are never, good at writing copy are the ones who don't want to do it. So yeah. you probably were quite good at and it. Then and uh, yeah, I just. Do you I, write your own copy for your stuff now? I write everything for what I do. There you go. Yeah. So you are good at it. <laughs> I mean, at the time, but you know, I mean, listen, my. I wanted to be a writer, and I never thought I was smart enough until I actually started doing it. And so then you're like, oh, okay. Like, well, I, I guess I am smart enough, so that's cool. What was holding you back? Just the confidence? Yeah, just the, I think just that I'd built it up so much in my head. You know, I wanted to do this since I was 14 years old. And then you just were like, oh, being a writer, that sounds so glamorous. That sounds mm. so, like, important. And It did. Right? It just yeah, sounded why did like it see so that? We, our generation was definitely... Set up to believe that, like writing, if you could make a living as right? a writer, well, because you, got you were it made. an authority on something, you were an expert, and you had you had enough confidence in what you were saying that you were willing to put your voice out there to be heard by many. Oh. And so, to me, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know enough about anything to do that. Um, I don't, 
I, I'm not an expert on anything. And after I got out of grad school, because I have an MFA in creative writing, after I got out of grad school, I was like, I have nothing to write about. I have nothing to talk about. All I've done is be in school. Mm. I don't. I haven't lived any life. So I got into advertising, and a family friend worked at an agency up in San Francisco. He ran J. Walter Thompson, and he let me talk to everybody. I went to the media people, and I was like, oh, this is not for me. Oh, go around the company and went, see who you I align with. I did informational interviews with everybody, and I thought, I, I thought producing would be really cool would be interesting and would be really cool but then i for whatever reason i just thought account management would be would be kind of cool because it would teach me about business and it would teach me kind of how to like how to communicate better with people and i really learned that i mean you learn like how you talk to a client is so different than how you talk to a, a creative team yep. right you have to use your words so so perfectly and and it's not a manipulative thing or it's not a mat but it's kind of managing people a little managing bit managing is a good word reading energy and responding yes. intellectually to whatever the situation is. but somehow in a way where you are allowing only the correct information through and not any of the sub ancillary right. non-information right because otherwise they'll pick up on that and so you're able you know your job is to kind of discriminate between what's important and what's not important and then sort of go to this person and say it in a way that they will want to hear it and that they, they will positively respond to it and then come back with their feedback to this person who speaks speaks a completely different language mm -hmm. but still do it in such a way that is you know that is uh convincing and if you can make them think it's their idea <gasps> you've won that's magical. you have won the greatest line one of the greatest lines in any movie ever made is my big fat greek wedding when the mom is like the men are the head, but the woman is the neck. And she can turn the, the head any way she wants. Ooh. Love that. Ooh. And I always, I mean, I, I mean, I do that all the time. And I, I, not to be manipulative, but I think you just have to know your, you have to know your audience. And if your audience is someone who loves to feel like they're in charge, I don't ever feel like, I, I don't have the need to feel like I'm in charge. I'm ho okay being the person behind the person. And so if someone else wants the, the sunshine, I'm, ha I'm so happy to give that to them. If mm. that, if that makes them, you know, respond or, um, or sort of excel. So I'm yeah, good. Bloom. I'm good with that. Yeah. So for me, it's just like, oh, that was such a great idea you had. And it's so interesting because sometimes people will be like, that wasn't my idea. You thought of it. And that's, those are the people where I'm just like, oh, you're paying attention. You let, yeah, you let that, you watch the whole thing. Yeah. So yeah, advertising was so funny. That's how, uh, you know that Derek, Derek Lane Powell and I have these like, I mean, we probably should have met like 15 years ago because we were in the same circles, working for the same companies, the same directors, you working guys act with like them. You've been friends for 15 years, have you not? Well, we probably should have been. So that's why, like, we were just making up for it. Yeah, no. no but how long have you been friends? Not that long. Oh, Derek, how long have we been friends? You seem like such close friends that I would have assumed it was like a lifetime type of thing. No. Like, oh, we grew up together. Just one of those things where you could just kind of connect with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. Probably. 2017? That's more recent than I expected. Yeah. Wow. But crazy thing, he went to college at the same time my younger brother did. Same place. Bucknell of all, pl I mean, that's a tiny little school. Pennsylvania. Ohio one? No, um, 
Pennsylvania. Teeny tiny. That's really small. Derek, Lane, Powell, and I were meant to be friends. We were just meant to know each other. We were meant to meet 100%. He's just one of those people where you you meet them and you're like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I've met you before. Yeah, I'm glad, we've, I'm glad we're being reacquainted. Derek is 100% that person. Another life. Another life. Some karmic thing. The first time I ever met him... We met at Travel Town in Griffith Park because he was going to take me to go to lunch. It was the first time we met in person. This is the coolest. He oh even chose gosh. an awesome place. Chose an awesome place, right? It's amazing. And he um, he picked me up. We were in the GT4. And he, I get in the car. And we're not sitting, I mean, we're not sitting there for more than two minutes. And he's like, are you wearing Chanel Allure? <laughs> Oh my like, goodness who gracious. Are, who are you? <laughs> what dude asks that question? Umbre like, for men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I love that episode. Uh. So good. But yeah, it was just one of those things where we we've just been sort of lockstep for a for a while. Oh man. And the funny thing is, is when I first saw I saw his Facebook page, because we had a lot of friends in common, um, and it said he went to Bucknell. I sent him a friend request that he never answered. And I was like I do not rank. I am not good enough. I can't. I'm sad. Like, oh, this. Is hurt. he on Facebook actively? He was. This was you back in 2017 okay, sure. when every, every, this is before, kind of before all the other things came along. And okay. so he ignored the friend request. And it wasn't until Johnny, our friend Johnny Lieberman and Camisa were doing a head to head and they were in. They had one of those 80s, like a white 1980s limo. It was like, was it a Cadillac limo or a Lincoln, Lincoln limo? Lincoln, probably. Town car, yeah. It was, no, it was a limousine. I mean, this was... this. No, was but a, they, they stretched those oh, town yeah, cars yeah. to make them, yeah. This thing was a pile of... Jet, but they needed someone to drive as their chauffeur. And Scott Evans was not available. And so they needed someone else. And they knew that Derek was a driver, and so they brought Derek on and Derek did was doing figure eights in this thing. He was your like, precision driver? He was the precision driver in this limo. I wasn't there at the shoot, but I watched the episode. And people were commenting and Johnny got so like in a fluff because we were all saying, Derek's amazing. Derek Lane Powell this and Derek pa-. and Johnny's like He's like, what about the video? The fuck? Like how does everyone know Derek? <laughs> <laughs> and I answered that question. I was like, Derek went to Bucknell with my brother. He responded to my friend request after that in like 30 seconds after Hilarious. he read that. And then boom, that was the rest was just, was the rest is his. So you had to dupe him into friendship. I totally did. Not even I, dupe him, but I you had to I needed to show my creds. It. I yeah. needed to show how we were connected. But it's funny because I always do the same thing. I don't friend just anybody on Facebook. I have to know you. I have to have met like met you in person Me or, too, or else no one. No dice. Anyone on obviously public on Instagram, so whatever anything goes, but Facebook is personal. And so I if like if I'd have lunch with you, then we can be friends. But if I Ooh, don't know who that I, much, I, not I even just meeting you at a oh, thing. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't have. Yeah, I need to. Have, People tend I need to, to be like chatting you. on Facebook and want you to be expected. Oh, that's how I am with the cell number. I don't give the cell number out because I don't like text messages, and oh. most people like to text you all the time. And who gives I, I don't out their wanna... phone number? Oh, oh no, okay, that's only friends, friends, friends. <laughs> friends all right, friends, it's friends. another level. <laughs> no, that's that's yeah, that's next level. 
No, so but it's not because I don't want them to have it or because I'm so special. I just, I don't, we don't have a life where I can be, oh, yeah, oh, how's it going? Well, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. No one should have a life like that. I got that. the new iPhone, too. Oh, isn't no great? one should have a life like that. So anyway, so I would have done the Sorry. same thing. Had Derek friended me and I had not known him, I would have shined him on, too. So if anything, it actually raised his cred because it's more how you would have. 100%. Hundred <laughs> percent. The best. But Derek, you are meant for each other. So Derek is one of those people, and I don't know. Maybe you all know this person. Like every friend that Derek ever meets, they, they he brings them along with them. He's just like this, like magnet, and he's like, "Come into my circle." I went to a birthday party that That's he how had. Kaz is, right? That he had at his house, and I'm sitting down on the couch, and I'm like, "There's fucking like over a hundred people here. Like, how does he know this many people?" My birthday and keep party, them all in the air and active. My birthday party, it'd be there'd be five people there, <laughs> and I'm sitting down on the couch. I'd get with overwhelmed someone. with inviting everybody I and just not too. have a party. I'd be like, "Oh, I can't." I'm sitting down with this person, and I asked him, "I'm like, oh, how did you how did you meet Derek?" Well, we were at a gas station once <laughs> on the way to Button Willow, and we oh, just. Oh, racing! But no, but they they didn't like. They just met at the gas station. They met at the gas. This other person was not going to Button Willow. They oh. just met at the gas station. <laughs> and they He's so struck up a likeable. conversation, and we started talking, and that was eight years ago, and we've been friends ever since. And I'm just like, I would first of all turn away from that person. I would lock myself in my car. I would <gasps> pretend I was on the phone, so I wouldn't have to talk to that person. So maybe he's the opposite of what I am, and that's why we're so close. <laughs> so funny it's crazy I think it's all hilarious but he is a super nice guy the so best. like if somebody yeah. did say oh what year is your blah 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 like he would be nice and sit there and talk to them for 15 100%. minutes anyway because he's that guy 100 percent. and so many of my friends who are not in the car world are i've always thought this was pretty funny they're like oh you know if i posted a picture of Derek and I, they'd be like, oh, you and your husband are yeah, so, what a cute couple. so cute. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so cute. We're so cute. We're such a cute couple. I'm pretty sure so the time we met him was at some event where you guys were coupling up for the purposes yeah. of the event. Yeah. Of course. I can't remember. what. Do you remember what it was? There's so many. Could have been, Could have been anything. anything. Could have been anything. Anything coming up? Where, where won't you be this weekend? I won't be at Ren Sport. We probably won't either. Get out of here. Won't see you there. We will be the only two people not there. Mm -hmm. And her. I love that. <laughs> I love that. The only two, well, the only two cars that won't be there. I, you know what I mean. <laughs> her laughing is my favorite thing in the world. So I will say anything as stupid as it needs to be to make her laugh. I love it. I love it. Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> I was thinking of it, and then I thought. Do I want to just be up there around Porsche people all weekend? It's a lot. Too much? It's a lot. Um, I do get overwhelmed I at get, any large events. Yeah. And uh, when they are single, like a, like a Lufka cult, like I love Lufka cult. The first few it's, were like yeah. amazing. They're, it's so overwhelming now. It's a now. lot of people. It's a lot yeah. of people. And it's not like I'm famous or anything, but I still want to do like the sunglasses and ball cap thing just yeah. to like sneak around and get through it because I, I get so overwhelmed by the people. I feel like my problem is, is I have such envy because I can't afford any of those cars. There's that. That all I want to do is be like, how come you have three of these? And I don't have one <laughs> of them. That seems unfair. <laughs> is that how the logic works? <laughs> to me, good. yes. That's good. No, I mean. Is there any car that you would, take money out of the equation, whatever. Yeah. What would you buy right now? 
A 912E. Oh, really? An old car? You'd get an old car. Yeah, I'm always, I know, I'm an old car person. That was the most hated Porsche there was Don't until care. now when it's getting so much love, the 912E. I know. The 76, 1976. That's it. One year. Accordion bumpers. That's it. Still the four-cylinder engine. Yes. Tanner Faust one? has one. Because it's because no one loved because it was unloved. unloved. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, but here's the thing, because it's a 911 body, right? So it looks good, but it's you know, kind of a, a bit more wimpy on the inside. Yeah, but not. I mean, it, it still drives. From what I've heard, drives great. None of those old cars have a shit ton of pep. No. It's more about how they handle and how you can just keep the pedal down and go yeah. in the corners. So Slow the 912 is actually better for that. Slow car fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, listen. I'd take a three fifty six too, but I love, I love, a I love those coupe. early those early nine elevens are just dope. Short wheelbase, dope, so cute. I love, but even those are All getting right. way too expensive. It's hard to find them. Yeah, I'll so, say. Yeah, and plus I don't really have the cash right now. So. No, no. But what would? <laughs> what would I buy? If you could. Now, what about something new? Is there anything new? GR Corolla. Yeah, that I, that's my answer too. I think. Yeah. It kind of I don't like the new GTI, and the GR Corolla takes takes that slot for me now. I don't like the GTI. I don't like the R either. Yeah. The Type R, they just oh, they overdid it. Yeah. Now it's no fun. Yeah. You know, but the GR Corolla at least. I don't like all the buttons. Yeah. All that, all that stuff. The interior is so. Um, I'm convinced that that whoever designed that interior didn't drive while doing their mm -hmm. interior stuff. They didn't. They didn't try and drive and work the touch screen at the same time. It was d designed on a computer screen and never done in yeah, real world because you can't were, use it. They were in a vacuum because there's nowhere to rest your hand to, to touch it. So you're bouncing all over the place. The buttons are like, I think, stu like super small. So you, if you go to touch one and you bounce, you're touching something else. And well, they're haptic like, too. You don't even need to push it. You just need to kind of glance over it. It's a, it's, I, do not, I did not enjoy my experience. I'll say that. Same here. And unfortunately, it took me away from the driving experience, which is what that car is literally yeah. built for. Yeah. But they over, I think they overdid it. They, they, they just, they over, they over tweaked everything. They like made everything really kind of perfect. And they, they just like, they did everything too, almost too much that now it's, there's, they took the fun out of it. Yeah. You kind of always expected it to get a little bit squirrely and a little bit, you know, a little bit kooky, but not anymore. Mm. But yeah. that GR Corolla. And not the Marismo. I would just do the Circuit Edition. Circuit Edition, I agree. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I would take a base one. I don't fucking care. But the Circuit Edition is where right? it's at. Totally. Because then you could still put stuff in it and it would be, it's like a wolf, it's like a wolf in sheep's clothing. It's so stupid because it's a weird looking car. Nobody would get, why do you like that car? Like if I showed her and I was like, listen, I want to get one of these. She would be like, I don't get it. What the hell are you talking about? Right. Like, right. this has got to be a joke. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> when you said, I want to buy the new M3 or whatever, or whatever the sure. heck car, all these, the 911, whatever, she was always on board. That one, she would never. Yeah. So good. Did, have, you have you written in it? Oh. No. You'd like it. It's a Corolla. I know, it's so bizarre. Toyota, I love what you do for me. Remember that? Yes. That was the campaign. The jumping, up and, yeah. the jumping up and down. Yep. I remember that campaign. That's what I grew up riding in. Toyotas. Yeah. Yeah. What did you have when you were, what did your parents have? My dad had a blue, I think, Corolla that the handle was falling off. 
and the maroon, uh, it was longer, but it was like a combo of two guards. Like a, it wasn't a wagon, but it wasn't a shoot. This they made like a weird Corolla wagon back then. Remember that? That was kind of it was, was it square like the box. The, I'm thinking it was that or the Corolla. There was a Corolla, the Corolla wagon. Corolla wagon, thing. yeah. They could have both had different generations, Corolla. Yeah. All I know is I spelled Chinese soup in it. <laughs> it smelled for years. Oh, well, what kind? Wonton soup shouldn't be too bad, right? Oh, no. I just oh, egg drop? Oh, was it yeah. egg drop? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, for years. And that ah, was so bad. <laughs> oh, mm. I'm surprised your parents kept you. <laughs> That's so, so, so bad. I've been so, so afraid. It smelled so bad. Yeah, that's, that's awful. That's so unfortunate. That's awful. That's super unfortunate. My mom had a Corolla, had the SR5 Corolla. It was a 77. So it was a five suit. It was manual. Everything was back then, but with a hatchback. Was it five or four speed? It's five speed. <sighs> Sweet. So good. Sweet ride. <laughs> I, learned, I learned how to drive on that car. But I learned from the right seat, so I was shifting with my left hand. Ooh, so, getting ready for Euro. So now when I go to England, it's all good. That's hilarious. Yeah. I was like, oh, this Because the pedals are in the same natural. place. It's the only the left hand. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Yep. It's crazy. Ooh. Everything happens for a reason, guys. It's interesting how we get socialized. Right? It's never how you think it would be. Uh-uh. Never. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, our buddy Mike up in Canada is uh, got to hit the road in just a few minutes, but I wanted to check in with you, buddy. How have things been? How are you? Who's your guest on the Letterman podcast this week? And I wanted to very quickly congratulate you on your guest last week, who was Mr. Dick Cavett. What? Pretty cool on the Letterman podcast. Yeah, um, that was a dream come true. That was a, an absolute surreal 90 minutes, and it's going to happen afterwards, too. It turns out uh, the guy actually likes me, and... Uh, it looks like we're gonna be of course he does which is kind of cool oh that's um, great yeah this week i've got uh, i've got three in the can i think joanna jordan who uh she talent booker for 10 years and then she she knows her started central talent booking so uh we recorded today i think she's gonna go out this friday and then i've got two more in the can as well um, John Philo, who was a, a long time still photographer for CBS, and of course he covered uh, Letterman's time. So he, I've got him and uh, Steve Mazon, good friend of all of us. Oh, a friend of this show. We love Steve Mazon. Yes, yes, sir. So lots of good stuff. Um, uh, when you worked with her, was she on? Oh, sorry, but when you worked with her, was she on Letterman or with the Central Talent Booking? Both. Oh, both. Wow. There you sorry. go. Um, I do, I, I must admit though, through this conversation, I am feeling particularly vulnerable right now. We're showing under the armor right now because 45 minutes ago, I sent, uh, 45 minutes before the show began, I did send Lynn Woodward a Facebook friend request. So, you know, <laughs> well, I'll accept that one because I know you. I'd have lunch with you, especially you dress up like that. You look great. Outstanding. Outstanding. I'll take it. Um, so yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really happy to be doing this with you guys again, though. And uh, Lynn is one of my very, very, very favorite guests in the world when she is on. The, the last time, if you'll remember, uh, Jay, you and Lynn switched spots and, and, and Lynn got to Oh, that was the best show that this, this that was the best sh this show's ever been without me at the desk. You were here. That was so fun. That's the only time it's happened. That's the best show it's ever been. Well. You should that's do it permanently. Stupid. No, no, no. That's fake. That's fake. I don't believe that. <laughs> no. That was so funny. 
I had a blast. I just got fun. to sit over there and hold this and, and just cut the cameras, and you did it all. I, I loved it. you were on a calculator this whole time. I was. I was adding up everything you're going to make for this appearance tonight. All right. My sponsors. A lot of zeros. They're just all in the front. They're all here. Oh, they're all in the front? Sorry. It's all right. Still no Porsche. <laughs> hey, you know, Mike's a, Mike up there is a finance guy. Maybe he can uh, work some oh, magic. Listen, there's no magic to be had. That's fine. You just got to save your ducats. Yeah, but he's can Canadian, so maybe we can work oh, something in the nice in job. the intro in the uh, conversion. I have there. a bathroom. I have to remodel first <laughs> before you go visit then Canada. A, then a Porsche. Um, GR Corolla is what you said for new cars. Yeah. That's what you would take. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I practical, but it's so much fun, and it's not super expensive. Again, I'm I'm looking at what I could potentially afford right now. Yeah. Is that like the perfect car? No, but I don't think any car is really perfect. I've never thought that. I don't. There's things are I've, good for a purpose. Yeah. That's when things are strong. I've always been that kid who needed to have a whole fleet. Right. Because I'd be like, oh, I like how the front end of that looks, but I don't. What's happening on the back end of that? Or I don't I, like there. There's this bit that I love, but there's this bit that I don't love. So I've always been the kid who was like. Yeah, I need to have a bunch of cars to satisfy all the different bits that I like. I find that when you get good at things, you need something like a tool that is specialized towards that. Th like when, you, when you're first learning guitar, mm. any cheap, shitty guitar will do. But as you get better at the yes. guitar, you end up needing to get a better guitar to do those good things that you're now learning. So when you get good at anything, it's like you need a specialized thing for that, which is why I think some of our friends have the off-road vehicles that they go camping yeah, in, yeah. the overlanding and all that. Yeah. Some of us build canyon cars that are really yeah. not great in town or other places, but are just incredibly good in the canyon. Yeah. Sport purpose. Yeah. I feel like maybe purpose built is uh, is is the future because I'm sure. not into this one car to do it all. Like, I do kind of like that tough. when it's an old car, but this te every Tesla or every modern car, you just push a button no. and it's soft, it's hard, it's fast, but it's that's slow. That's your utility car. That's your that's your appliance car. That's the car that gets you to work and back, and that's purpose. That's purpose built as well. Then it doesn't need to be the fastest car on the road no. or the whatever blah 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 nope. for me. Yep. I agree with you. Yeah, so I don't like the one car to do it all. It doesn't need to yeah. have gull wing doors and fart. <laughs> but wow, how fancy if it did. <laughs> it does. They all do. <laughs> what a what a year. What a time we live. I have to ask. Okay, so the guys, and it's always BMW drivers, mm -mm. the guys who drive around constantly in like track mode or like hear that? I'm like, why? Verbal tune. No one likes that. No one wants to hear how I loud that is. I literally asked an older guy the other day, like, someone drove away and had a delayed pop. <laughs> and he, I'm like, why do people do that? Does it benefit anything? And he's like, I have no idea. Yeah. So I, do, I don't get it still. I mean, I some they make them sound like sound machine gun the fire. The sound is kind of—I mean, it's good, but it's all like—I mean, it's kind of all artificial sound anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's it just is. a big swinging kick thing, mm -hmm. and they don't even have big ones. <laughs> I don't get it because it's not pleasing. Just, do you think there's some woman out there who's like, oh? I want to get in that car. Like that sounds great. I'm gonna have to wear earplugs the whole time. <laughs> She's got exhaust envy. Seriously, I don't get it. I don't it. think so. Especially when it's at like 
one o'clock in the morning right on my street or the street that's next to mine where people decide it's a drag strip. Uh-uh. Are you like us where you're not actually near the freeway, but late at night when those guys are going by, you may as well be right next to the freeway? I can't hear the freeway, I'm not, but I am close to a very main drag in oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, San yeah, Fernando yeah. Valley. Yep. And oh, they race up and down that one all the time too, late at night. I mean, there's light literally there's literally been times when I've walked out that because I've convinced that the same person has come back, and I'm like, I'm ready to write down license <laughs> plates, motherfuckers. But they didn't come back. <laughs> I'm terrible. I want to set up cameras and just pop people. I for can totally envision you. Can you? Going outside in a robe, robe and, and slippers, baby. Totally. <laughs> Yelling at clouds. But when do we get old? When do we become those? We used to be the ones out there doing it. I never did that. Well, I didn't do that Because I was always either. like, you guys, it's too loud. Everyone's going to wake everybody We're up. We're disturbing the peace. <laughs> That's why you're like this now. You're like the big <laughs> so You're nervous. totally right. Do you consider you're it? like the bewitched neighbor, whatever her name is, so who knows everything. Oh, in everybody's business. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just, you know. Remember, we were talking about the self-righteousness. Mm -hmm. I have plenty of self-righteousness <laughs> in myself when someone's driving loud or being disrespectful. And I'm like, are you the only person on this planet? Yeah, <laughs> I get that. Because I don't think so. But again, you call someone out for that stuff and they're going to look at you and be like, well, what do you do wrong? Yeah. Oh, plenty. How perfect are you? No, not at all. No. No, it's terrible. So it's, just, it's a slippery slope. But when I'm tired, you wake me up. I'm, I get mad. Uh, that's I, funny. Well, so is it fatigue? Because you're describing something. That's when I. That's when. That's when my ugly side shows. Oh, too. it's when I'm so tired fatigued. and I'm at the end of my rope of like a whatever the fuck, and yep. it's one more thing. <laughs> that or hungry. Oh, that one. I'm not terrible with the oh. like hang, hangry. You get hangry. Hangry. You get hangry. It's not pretty. Not anymore. Not anymore. It's not pretty. But it's a thing that you can see in people, and it's like just. Fucking eat just low blood sugar. You got it. For for those of us who have that, you got to carry it around a little snacky snack in just your bag. Keep a Cliff Bar. You got to keep People it in your bag. People are learning slowly. I'm yeah. seeing more things being food being carried and brought. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, but I yeah I do a lot of apologizing too. So if I if I snap if I do something I have no problem o owning that and being like oh my gosh I'm really sorry that was. <laughs> Super embarrassing, and I'm—I feel like an idiot. Um, I have gotten better at that because I've needed to. Yeah, we all need to. Again, if the premise is is none of us is perfect, then at some point we're gonna mess up, and so it's okay to be like, "Sorry, I'm really sorry. My I bad. am here's my humanity in full." display that goes so far to own totally. it and acknowledge the, whatever the situation was that makes everyone forget well the yeah. funny thing is i love that you said that because the funny thing is is we're so reluctant to apologize because our pride or whatever ego right ego pride you know whatever it is that sense of like well this is me and, uh, and i don't want to i don't want to be wrong because be wrong. no one like we, we're being told that being wrong is like this terrible thing and yet the funny thing is is how much like the rest of society will pretty much open up their arms to you if you show that if you if show you say side. you know what i screwed up i i i'm sorry i did it for this and this reason they're not good reasons 
And none of that, well, I made a mistake. No, you just made a choice, and the choice happened to be a crappy choice, but that's fine. At least you own it. I, it's I look the at vulnerability it, of being willing to go there. And it's the, and it's the, and it's the, um, it's the copping to it. It's the, it's the admitting it. All these guys, you know, when, when the steroids thing was a huge deal, and it was like Barry Bonds and Sammy Sosa and, mm. and Roger Clemens and Andy Pettit and all these dudes who were like at the top of their game and... They, I love baseball, and so I've followed yeah, baseball for a long Yeah, that was crazy. These are all people, uh, real names. But this, the ones that <laughs> I came I don't think any of those were made up. <laughs> the ones that came out and actually said, yeah, you know what? I, I fucked up, and I did it, and I shouldn't have, and I'm really sorry that I did it, and there was, there was accountability, and yeah. there was ownership. Those guys have all been uh, reabsorbed and accepted and even gotten into the Hall of Fame, Every single one of the guys who was like, I never did that. I never, and clearly they did. Yeah. I mean, there is like mountains of evidence that they did. Right. No, no like no love from, from the fans. No, I mean, nothing. No Hall of Fame. And these are guys who should have been in the, you know, who should be in the Hall of Fame. But my theory is this, is like when you own your mistakes and you own your problem, your, your problems and you apologize, you're you're going to have much more of an opportunity to redeem yourself for sure. It's clear that and everyone messes up. So if yeah. someone says, I'm, I'm sorry, I messed up, it lets everyone feel okay with their own mess ups. Yeah. Also, when you screw up, like it, there's a divergent thing there like if you if you uh yeah. if you stand by like I, I, I can't even think of it but if you screw up and then you lie about it or whatever yeah. the heck, there's like a tangent as far as how people look at you from then on out whereas when you just yeah. say oh my head got the best of me and i screwed up there and yeah. i said what i didn't mean to say and what i really mean is this whatever the fuck then all of a sudden that tangent goes away and you yeah. can continue on with the original timeline you didn't screw up your life yeah. Like sometimes you think, oh, man, I really blew that one, and I've got a lie to cover it up or whatever the right. heck. But That's a young affect, person talking. It has to affect the, the insides of the person who's doing that, too. Who, if you're keeping that and you're, have to. you're trying to, like, save face or look good. And listen, as a teenager, I lied plenty because I was like, I just I wanted my parents to love me and think I was great. And so, but I still wanted to do the things I wanted to do. And so I'd be like, well, if I just don't tell them, like, then they won't know. Everybody wins. Everybody, no, there's <laughs> no, yeah. That too. But, you know, but you're right. I mean, that's just what young people do because you think, oh, well, this is how I can get out of it. And hopefully I'll get away with it. you grow out of that and you just say, oh, yeah, that's me. I, that's on me. I messed up. Own everything. Cheers. Own your stuff. Cheers to growing up and owning everything. Heck, yeah. What a great place to end it. Love it. Um, what are we plugging for you? Still Kelly Blue Book Talk, .com. Kelly Blue Book videos all day, every day, people. Go to our YouTube channel. We have, um, we have another great host, Mike Danger, who's so amazing. If you guys haven't watched his videos, he's so good. Um, he also dresses very fashionably and... <laughs> I aspire to have as many shoes as he does. Your friend Derek also is usually pretty fashionable, I find. Derek always looks great. What about uh, rally racing? Are you doing any more rallies? I'm Rebel not rally doing the Rebel this year. Okay. Um, my teammate is doing it, which is very exciting. So my navigator and Emmy Hall, friend of the show, Emmy Hall's navigator, they are doing it together. Sweet. Yes. I don't think I'm allowed to say who they're doing it with or fine. for. Fine, fine. 
But T TBD. Oh, you know what? We reached out to Emmy, so hopefully she'll be back to tell us about it. Perfect. She is brought. She is doing the. Ho she's hosting the show again, so she's doing the live broadcast, which she is fantastic at. How does she do that and race the race at the same time? I don't she understand. Doesn't. She's not competing. Oh. So Emmy does not. Emmy will not be competing this year. She did Got not it. compete the last year. The co-drivers of yours. Our two co-drivers are driving together. Did you get that? Yeah. All right. So yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, oh, it's you're guy. the slow guy. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Surprise. But while they are doing that, I um, I'm very excited. I'm actually going to be in Italy, doing a uh, it's sort of a a tour. Let's say there was there's a competition element to it, but then there's just a regularity um, rally. Uh, called the Modena Cento Ore, which I'm very excited about. This I'm is my favorite meal at Olive Garden, the tour of Italy. Delicious and unlimited. Bottomless breadsticks. Garlic breadsticks bread and, bread and, uh, and salad. salad. No, I'm going to be, I'm going to be <laughs> driving. How did we get on that? I don't know. She was in advertising. A uh, tour of Italy. You're taking a tour I'm of Italy. I'm going to be doing, I'll yes. I'll have the lasagna, I'm be doing the fettuccine Alfredo, and I believe it might have been Manicot. might have been the third. Great. I'm in for all of those things. Um, but we'll be driving a the continuation uh, Jaguar C and D type cars, which I'm very excited about. Ooh, okay. Continuation. Yes. Okay. Continuation cars. So, going to get suited up and do a little driving around the Tuscan countryside. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. So, yeah, I've never done a regularity ra rally before, kind of a classic car rally, road rally. I've always wanted to do one of those. So, Are, are you with anyone else? Do you have a co-driver? How does this work? Just uh, someone from JAG, so a representative from JAG Classic. It's like a pro-am. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm the pro. They're the am. Exactly. You get it. What no, it's just a. I mean, they're just they. They you know they want one of their engineers in the car. It's like if you go do the melee like with Mercedes, there there will always be a Mercedes person in the car with you. Yeah, they just don't trust you. It really might be that. Mm, <laughs> it really maybe. might be that. <laughs> but yeah, so that's coming up next in a couple weeks, and I'm really excited about that. And um, so we got you in the small window when you're home because you were just traveling. Hundred percent. Oh, yeah. sweet. I went to Goodwood Revival, which was amazing. <sighs> Uh, Major jelly. Boy, I mean, this was a good year for, for a company. Too. Oh, this was a great year. It was hot as blazes, but it was still, um, it was incredible. It's 25th anniversary. Um, Subaru, I, this is why I love Subaru. They don't have any skin in the game. They're not invited because those cars were never there, but they're just such car fans. But and they show up. They're just, yeah, they support this event and it's amazing. They love, they just really awesome. love being there. Yeah, it's super cool. So I got to do that, and the LA Auto Show is coming up in November. So no. gonna get to drive the new Tacoma right before that, and Ooh. yeah, so it should be good. Good. Are you doing anything with the Auto Show this year? Mm, I might be doing a few tours in the morning with like people, just kind of taking them around and yeah. showing them the floor, which is always fun. Manuel Carrillo does that every single year, he and does. it's one of his favorite things that he does every He's year. He so loves it. So good at it, and it's really incredible too because if you talk when you're talking to people and you're showing them around it's amazing how few people have actually been in evs in in electric vehicles and you're like oh my gosh you have to do the do the ride and drive go do it just to experience it and just to see what it feels like but these are people who are so into the car show that they're willing to come a little bit early and spend a little bit more money to get a little kind of behind the scenes stuff. So it's really so fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Because they yeah. really want to be there. They really want to be there. No one's dragging them along. Yeah. All right. Uh, Lynn Woodward, one N, two underscores That's at... Right. Instagram and then that's right. Uh, is, are they all the same? Uh, that's you're it. on the Twitter, but not really. That's all I'm on. 
I don't. And say, Facebook, you, don't even think about. If you join Twitter, I don't even. I don't Twitter even anymore. respond. I haven't been on Twitter for like three weeks or something. I just realized it's not really. Fa it's really Meta and X now. Like Facebook and Twitter are kind of yeah. gone from yeah. our generation. But and see, I didn't really I'm realize so. That. But I'm so old school that I don't even say it in that way. I will always say Facebook and Twitter. Sears Point. Same, same way we'll with Unisega. always be friends because I don't yeah. even know the new names. Uh, like when you watch a show that you have, didn't you record it or did you VCR it? <laughs> did you tape it? I tape it. I taped it, yeah. I still I tape always, it. I'm like, oh, I taped that. Oh, maybe I record it now. Do you record it? Maybe I record it I'm still it not now. recording. I'm taping. So but I still, go, I still go film things. I'm going to go film. Oh. I'm going to go film. Oh, I never even thought that we're that not, was... We're not filming. What are we doing? <laughs> Capturing phoning? digital... I'm phoning this in. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and I'll beam it to you right over. I'm phone this. Yeah, I film too. Yeah. And I tape. It's weird. It's so weird. But hey. I love you so much. I love there you guys too. There was something going on last time you were here. It just occurred to me. Probably. I can't remember what it was. Something. Something um, crazy. Yeah. All right, and you so know what? Wait, things. you have to turn that... Will oh. you turn that camera on? Yeah, of course. I love you guys, too. Oh, hang on. That's right in there. <laughs> I love you guys, too. No, sincerely, I love that you think this is a worthy hour to spend listening to us all yammer. I love it. It's great. I love anybody who listens to this. Yeah, I mean. It's been more lately. I don't know why. We took a little break, and then we're trying to tighten it up a little bit. That's it's been, good. It's good. Yeah. Sometimes I think a break is healthy. And then other things are happening outside of this, which I think yeah. is probably helping, uh, you know, raise Yeah. whatever, however Absolutely. it works. Love it. You know how it works. I do. Uh, we love you. Oh, I love you guys, too. Big times. What was it? There was something. Something was going on last time. I'm going to remember as soon as we're off, and then it's going to be too late. Um, do you have anything? Follow uh, New Life of Old Nicole, obviously. Duh. If you're not, you're stupid. Right. But you have movies on Netflix. Is there anything new? Nothing new coming. Um, I know the writer's strike is technically supposed to be it over. just ended today, according to that. Has it been ratified? Okay. They've come to a deal. They've come late, to a late deal. the other night, they came to a deal, and they're trying to put that we deal We have to, together. like, ratify that, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And it doesn't, uh, won't, won't, uh, the actors are still out. Yeah. It doesn't so, solve anything yet. Right. It solves one more piece of the puzzle. I'm very happy that they got this far, though, because we both said, like, Same. next year, next year. I thought year. January for sure. Yeah. I thought they would freeze everybody out and just really put the screws to them. But I'm glad that there was some movement. So hopefully that means the actors are not far behind. Um, but, yeah, no, nothing. I mean, I'm still kind of, I've been working on stuff, but I'm, I'm helping a friend edit a book right now, and that's taking a lot of my time. It and will. I, yeah. And I also just bought a sewing machine, and I'm really excited to start sewing. Oh, that's fun. Right? Are you going to make stuff, or are you going to alter the I'm things gonna you have? I'm going to alter stuff, and I'm going to cool. make stuff. This is my retirement hobby that's starting right now. So, oh, hilarious. Well, Thank yeah. you for helping with the GVBC story time and throwing in an opinion there. I feel like we're all probably of the same opinion. Yeah. Everything is delicate. Life is delicate, and you got to figure out a way to that's get right. through. Um, the rest of the stuff we'll talk about on Thursday. We've gone on and on. Yeah, on. people are like, gotta eat my dinner now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We, us included. That's right. Um, thank you very much for watching. We really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I got a thing to do here. Here we go.
thank you for tuning into Late Night Playset. If you like the show, please subscribe and share with your friends. We'd also love to hear from you, so leave us a comment. Tell us what you thought of tonight's episode. It really helps us grow our audience and reach more people like you. And if you want to make a direct contribution, donate to uh, our website, autoimmunityfoundation.org, which is uh, Nicole's uh, MS uh, Foundation. Your donation will help us fund uh, research into root causes of MS and other autoimmune diseases as we go down this road and try to figure out what the hell's wrong with you. I mean. <laughs> We're working on it. We're all a work in progress, kids. And we, somebody said, keep laughing. I was like, we have to laugh That's to balance out the tears. It right. is what it is. If I don't, I will be crying all the time. Mm -hmm. All day. Yep. Yeah. There's only so much. <laughs> so we love everybody. Awesome. Thank you very much for watching, for being here with us. Lynn Woodward, thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you. Always happy to be here, guys. You're like sunshine. Thank See you all out there. You are the best. No, somebody made the Pinstripe Chris painted a regular car to look like ours. Like that's a toy car that's at all the Porsche dealerships, and then he painted it to look like ours. No, but the toy, but all of the toys are. I think what it is is it's not actually a Porsche. So it's got a lot of design things that make it not look Porsche and that he painted over to make it look Porsche. Oh, okay. He missed one thing. What is it? A good vibe sticker on the back. You're right.